This is Passion for Your Passions, a show where we talk about the random time wasters we spend our days doing. I'm Julie. And I'm Krista. And today, we're talking about our current hobbies. mean by current events are we talking about the political climate of today or no something? we talked about this the world is on fire and this place is a respite <laughs> a desolate space <laughs> i i go to work i work with a lot of people the people have a lot of opinions i can't do it anymore julie i'm just i'm i'm worn out so we're going to be talking about the things that get me through the day today my current hobbies because this was a thing that I think we kind of figured out we've been talking about a lot of things that have been like this has been my hobby since I was six years old and I did it as a young lad it shaped me into the person I am today <laughs> yeah so now we want to talk more about current things that I just can't get enough of things that I just I need to talk about you know like uh Oh, gosh, I'm going to get it wrong again. I know I am. I'm so embarrassed and upset. <laughs> She's, like, hyperventilating trying to figure out how to pronounce this. I can't. Falcon. Oh. <laughs> Falcon. I got that wrong every single time during that episode. It was cracking me up. I'm like, I feel like none of this is right. It definitely doesn't say black anywhere else. Like, I know they didn't do that. I feel like somewhere he is Black Falcon, and I'm not, like, I don't feel like, like, I'm not trying to, like, say that in a way that means anything. It's just, like, most of the other characters have, like, a two name. The White Wolf. Yeah, the White Wolf, uh, Black Widow, Scarlet, and that might be what it is, is it might just be Black Widow. Well, like, do... I might be, like, mixing them for some reason. They make a joke about him being Black Falcon in the show. Yeah. So, I thought you were just mixing that up, where oh. you're, like, but... Yes, they do, and a husband did mention that, too, as he was saying, oh, yeah, they make a joke about it, and I'm like, well, why do I think it's real? Why do I keep saying it? Because there is something in my heart that, for some reason, keeps telling me that that's real, and it's, no. It's like Falcon and Winter Soldier in some order. Might be Winter Soldier (laughs) and Falcon. I don't know. But we can talk about that TV show, finally, because I forced myself not to talk about it, even though I butchered the title the whole entire thing, because it was relevant. But we've grouped this into a couple of different categories. The only reason that we wanted to do that was just because we didn't want to just talk about TV We wanted to try to make it so that way we're talking about, like, all the broad spectrum of hobbies. If we have things that fall into these categories, we don't necessarily have to talk about, like, all of every single one of our current obsessions. It's just like, yeah, you know, if I'm really feeling a mental health well-being thing and that's really what I've got, that's what I've got. But we're not starting with the mental health well-being. That's a bummer. (laughs) We're going to start with... The category that I have referred to as media. Right. So what's in the media? Well, the other thing, I think it's funny. It's almost like we're trying to prove that we're still these people. Because like you said, we're talking about all these past hobbies. Like, yeah, this used to be this way. And now we're proving, no, we still do this shit. (laughs) Like, we're still really into a bunch of random nonsense all the time. I I was in a group chat talking about food. And they were saying, man, I wish I was as dedicated to 
food as Julia's, like, to any hobby. And I went, this isn't even the top five, like, of my hobbies that I'm obsessed with. Like, you guys need to sort yourselves out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically just everything. Like, you know, I get into a moment, and I'm like, man, I need to do this. And then I do. I don't, I don't know quite what is wrong with my brain. I really, I think that there is something. There is something that my brain is just, like, so sporadic. I I cannot focus. We're just type A where we're busybodies. Like, we always have to be doing something. And then we just get bored because we're smart and, like, can figure things out. And we just go to the next thing and just keep, like, pumping it out. Like, just diversifying. Making us well-rounded, I guess, in a way. I just want to be involved in everything, <laughs> I, I just want to know Besides and do sports. all the things. Yeah, no one gives a shit about sports in this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, I like to play soccer. I just don't want to watch it. I'll watch hockey and UFC. Doesn't if someone's getting the shit beat out of them, I will be there. Yeah. Otherwise. I'm more interested in people finding buried treasure. Exactly. <laughs> That's the sport I'm into. I'm more into video games, which, as I've mentioned before, is a sport in my mind. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm into that, too. But I don't know. I, I had a weird recent thing. I don't know if I should talk about this here or not, but I had a weird recent thing where I was watching something where the whole point was treasure hunting, and I was like... Was it the geocaching thing? Into like... it. No, it's called The Curse of Oak Island. It's on the History Channel, and basically oh. there's, like, this place that's, like, pretty well known that there's treasure there. Like, there's a lot of, like, documented things where it's like, there is treasure there, but, like, essentially the treasure is super booby-trapped, so, like, they can't... They've not been able to in like 200 years to do anything about it. So it's like the whole thing is, is there, I don't even, I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this because this one is really random, but like they're trying to do stuff to get to the treasure. And I don't know. I have a little bit in, of that in me, you know, the Laura Croft, the, oh, yeah. um, what's his name? Um, from Drake. Uncharted. Yeah that like I like that kind of stuff yeah. so it like really interests me and the only thing I will say that does really bother me about that tv show is like there's this whole thing where they keep getting like wood out of the ground because like from the booby traps that were made it's like wood they'll get, get the wood out of the ground they'll stick it directly on their nose and I'm like eh. <laughs> why you keep talking about how all this stuff is booby trap please don't put it to your nose it really freaks me out it really makes me think you're gonna die <laughs> yeah i just feel like somebody's gonna get sick and i think one of them one time put mud in their mouth and i was like <laughs> <laughs> it just bothers me see i can't watch that show because it'd be like challenge accepted i'm going to charter a ship and risk my life for treasure like i just to go find the booby trap this is my moment this is my quest where i become the main protagonist <laughs> I don't know if you could on this place because I think they like restricted. Yeah, I think it's very restrictive at this point, just because like the people own a lot of the island and the uh, island's not that big. So, but anyway, well, I mean this. I mean this is a good segue good. because we're talking about media. So, do you want to talk about just like the categories? I know that's kind of an awkward segue, but <laughs> we should talk about the categories that we have in media to give people an idea of what we're talking about because it's not political. No. We rarely talk politics on here. Or if we do, it's more or less in passing about specific things. We're not talking about, like, any particular person or party. Yeah. But for media, we've done, like, video games, music, television, TV shows, movies, YouTube, and memes for some reason. I don't think either one of us picked any memes, but it's on our list. <laughs> yeah, I put it in there just in case. I figured there might be a moment. 
where like maybe there would be something we'd see and be like, everybody needs to know about this. There is one, but it's wildly inappropriate, so it's kind of. Well, you know, you can put it on Facebook. <laughs> it's wildly inappropriate. Is it? <laughs> it was one done. of those ones I shared and literally went, I shouldn't share this. Nah, it's too fucking funny. Because <laughs> my family is friends with me on Facebook. It was um these really specific Archer posts. I don't know if you saw them. I don't think I did see this one. They were literally about sub and dom relationships and just taking clips from like the show and putting oh, situations oh, in them. Oh, right. Archer. Okay, yes, yeah. I did see that they, one. I don't know why they just hit me so hard. Like they just were so funny to me. <laughs> I don't know, because I we both love Archer. I mean, that's yeah. part of it. Actually, it's funny. That is actually kind of funny that you mentioned that, because I got a post today, I think, on Facebook that was saying, I don't remember if you remember this, but I was at the grocery store one day, and I just heard somebody be like, well, people in hell want ice water. And I was like, oh my God. Someone Mal- watches Archer? I was like, Mallory? <laughs> I didn't know that people said this in real life. I anytime someone says they watch Archer, I'm like, okay, we can we can hang. <laughs> this yeah. Archer's a good solid. Like, you're probably a person I like. I constantly mention the toast thing. <laughs> the look on your dumb face. No, it's a stroke. I I smell toast. Oh, that's probably just Milton. Okay, it's the one new thing. It makes. Let me finish. Toast. Anytime somebody says that they smell toast, I'm like, oh, are you having a stroke? Yeah, I do and, and I don't think, I think sometimes people get concerned. <laughs> but <sighs> Archer. I do phrasing and then, um, danger zone. Like, I've literally wandered through my house just singing danger zone. Welcome to the danger zone. <laughs> yeah, phrasing is another one. Although I don't say that typically in my day to day life because I don't, I don't think I'd want to say it around some of my coworkers. I wouldn't want to have to have mine's usually that expl- that's explanation. Mine's usually in text. I just send the gif of Archer going, "Hey, phrasing." <laughs> oh, Barry, I am coming for you. Phrasing. Okay, so we talked about memes. (laughs) Yeah, so we should, I guess, get into some of these topics. So, what do we think? Hmm. And we don't necessarily have to talk about all of these. We have, like, a list of things in front of us, and we can just kind of pick. And then when we feel done with it, we can move on to our next topic. Right. So... Should I talk about the Marvel TV shows? (laughs) I feel like I should, but the thing that kind of is about the Marvel TV shows is... I don't think I've liked them. And that's kind of the problem. I really, I like most of the Marvel movies. I think Marvel hasn't quite figured out how to do a TV show. Because both of them, I felt really good about it up to a certain point. And then the ending was kind of like... Well, the thing I noticed was with a lot of the Marvel movies, by themselves, they're still good movies. You don't have to have known everything and watch everything i mean they're definitely better if you do but like if you watch infinity war and endgame because to me that's one movie they just separate like you can't just watch one of them uh if you watch those by themselves they're still good like you're still like entranced you're still sitting there like oh my gosh like a lot's happening if you don't know anything and you watch these shows there's nothing for you like they're not good shows by themselves which to me even if i like it is a definite like heavy hit to that show and there were good parts because that's the thing too is like 
So in WandaVision, like, I did like the buildup. It's just basically once the buildup was over, I was like, ah, I mean, this is fine. But, like, it just it wasn't as good as, like, you hyped it up to be, basically. Like, you spent yeah. so long, like, being like, yeah, this is this really cool thing. It's so cool. Like, your mind is blown. And then, the, like, what it was was, like, it, it just wasn't, I don't know if it needed to be longer or what it was, but it just was like, meh. I think this is a common problem with all comic book shows, really. Like, it's because of how the comic books even work. Most of them are supposed to tie in. They're supposed to have, like, this grand, like, coming together and everything, just like the movies do. So when you take these pieces and you just play them out, they seem empty towards the end because they're not supposed to just sit there. They, like, instantly you have this next comic coming out that says, you know, this is the Teen Titans versus the Justice League. Yeah. And it's this huge thing. And so it happened the same thing with Legion, this like comic book show I really liked, where the buildup is great, the filler's great, everything you're doing, and then at the right at the end it feels like you're lost. And I don't think in the shows they found a way to kind of pull in that concept in a comic book. The movies they do, but with the shows it's just so clunky. They still haven't really gotten that. So I think I don't really blame the show for that one. That one's very much like no one's figured out how to do that properly, it feels like. No, and I'm, I'm not really saying it necessarily as a blame, but like for example, so the other one, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it just it had some moments, but overall I just felt confused. That one I that one got butchered. The whole with pandemic really ruined a key part of their storyline. You knew about that, right? I don't know if I did. You don't did. know about that? Okay. Okay. So this might help. Um, so you know how they get the vaccines, like the flag snoppers and all that stuff? Okay. It's because there was a pandemic, and that's a huge part of the storyline. Mm-hmm. And then the pandemic happened, so they had to and they had it? to cut all oh of that. <laughs> so now I didn't know about yeah, that. So now when they talk about the vaccines and they talk about all this stuff, because like, the flag snoppers are like, what are you really doing? Like, minus, mm. I guess, the political movement, but like... They don't make sense for a long time, like, why they're even yeah. happening. It's like, you're just kind of confused. And then, so they harp on, like, the relationship between Bucky and Sam and the whole Captain America thing. But no, it's because there was a pandemic and they had to cut all of that. But it was too late in production that they couldn't just, like, redo the entire thing. So they just piecemealed and did. So I knew going in that that show was going to be a little busted. But you know what the thing was, though? I forget which episode it is. I think it's three that episode three was very good like that episode was good so like it did have some moments and I really liked Zemo and I think like that was part of it I mean there's the whole thing about the flag stompers that was something I was gonna mention was like I did not no they seem very random I love the storyline with the Captain America like gone dark I forget what he's called um, agent agent something uh 76 or it's yeah agent I loved him I thought he did perfectly i've seen him in um that actor in an episode my favorite episode of black mirror so i already saw him i was mm-hmm. like dude he's great i'm so happy and like you said zemo i loved everything that zemo did i loved bucky and sam's back and forth marriage relationship shit like i liked everything about it other than that flag stomper just didn't belong there like it was just this awkward thing that i think they i don't blame them because like i just said like they had to just suddenly be like oh fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> what are we gonna goddamn do um so but I liked it. I will say there is a but to that. I liked all that stuff that you said, but I wish in the ending it would have gone harder. 
Because mm-hmm. I think that that was the thing that I didn't end up liking about the agent guy. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because it needed to be longer. Maybe that was what the problem was because it was only six episodes. But it just, like, it set up all this stuff with him. And then he, like, reversed. And it's like, that doesn't, that feels weird. Like, that feels too I think forced. it was supposed to be eight episodes. But with all the cutting and weird shit they ended up doing, they just, a lot of things didn't make sense anymore. So. Well, I didn't know that. So then maybe that's my my fault. But I don't know. I mean, Loki is either out or it's coming out or what. I haven't watched any of it yet. So we'll see how that one goes. I'm still kind of confused by Loki. That's the other thing that I'll say, too, is I don't know what it is about pandemic time or whatever you want to call it. But every time a trailer comes out, I have no idea what it's about. Like, I, I was... What were we watching? Was it Loki? Yeah, I think we were watching a trailer to Loki the other day. And I was like, what is the plot? I have zero clue what this is about. It's he takes the Tesseract and jumps time. Well, I get that timeline. And like, then I got confused like you are where you're like, yeah, why are you in jail? But it was like the same thing in the Eternals. Yeah. The Eternals did the same thing. Like I was like, what is what is the plot? I think Disney (laughs) or Marvel has gotten comfortable with like, our fans know what's up. We don't have to explain anything. <laughs> like, they'll figure it out. Like, they've been here the whole time. Like, they've kind of gotten lazy in that way, where they, they're they easing into the, like, we don't have to do all the, like, exposition and shit now. It's like, well, you still need the movie to be good by itself. Yeah. Like, I don't know why you feel like you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, and it's weird, especially post-Thanos. Uh, yeah. Because it's like, no, you need to convince some people to watch this because there's plenty of people who said once Endgame happened, I'm not going to watch anymore. Yeah. So, like, I don't understand why they're backing off being like, yeah, watch this stuff. But anyway, that's my first rant. Been watching the Marvel TV <laughs> shows and I'm kind of eh about it. Mm. So, Julie, <laughs> you want to talk about a current hobby slash rant or whatever? Um, I'm kind of in between talking about that band and talking about that anime. So I feel like if I talk about the anime, we have like an anime episode later. We do. I have an anime I want to talk about. Okay, fine. I'll talk about my anime. Okay. Okay. All right, let's go. Attack on Titan. Yo, I'm really mad. <laughs> You're mad. I'm mad. Because they just stopped in the middle of the last season and there's nothing I can watch. I can't watch anymore. And it just stopped and I don't understand. And I haven't looked it up, but I'm mad. Are they like... Doing a second half? I guess, but this is the last season, and, like, the whole entire time, like, the opener is, like, the final season, da 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 like, it's a really dramatic, like, raining death opener. <laughs> mm. And, yeah, the bottom just says, the final season. And it was every week I got a new episode, and then it just stopped <laughs> at a really weird point, and I'm like, and it's been over a month. I'm like, what? Huh. What? Like, come on. (laughs) I'm sure that's... Where is this? (laughs) I need to know. It's like uh, what happened in Aragon. Because in Aragon... Okay, so I don't know how many people know this, and this is a very random thing. I'm sorry. That originally, it was going to be a trilogy. Like, that was the whole thing. It was always said, like, going to be a trilogy. I didn't know that they changed it. Eventually, they changed it, so I don't remember. Like, it's like an inheritance or something. Right. That old book. So (laughs) I read the third book... And I was so confused and upset and like, <laughs> because I was like, this does not feel like an ending. I hated that book. I tried to read it. I hated it. I couldn't read that one. <laughs> and then I never read the end. No, I, I didn't either. Did. I didn't. I read Aragon and Eldest, 
start of the third one. Like, I went to the opening midnight at the Borders and picked up this book and, like, got halfway through and just went, no. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't remember anything about it except for the feelings. Except for my harsh feelings about <laughs> The it. feelings where I got to the end and I was like, I don't understand. Is this the end? Because if this is the end, this fucking sucks. This fucking sucks. <laughs> I fucking hate this. There are stuff, like, books you read that, like, just end like that. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you do... Why did you waste my time? <laughs> well, I mean, I like I said, I don't really remember much about the plot. But, like, basically, it ends with, like, the two main characters being like, we're gonna go do something. Like, that's the ending. And I'm like, <laughs> what's the thing? No, I got... Do you remember that book series I've had you read, The Chronicles of Fae? Yeah. The ending of that made me so mad. It made me so mad. Because the, the like, true, true ending? or like Yeah, the, the true, books? true ending. Oh, okay, okay. Because essentially, like, this book was the size of all of them combined, the last book was. And it's like, uh, this was book four, is the last book. I literally stayed up, like, with the birds. I just sat in a chair for, like, 16 hours and read this book. And I got to the end and just threw it on the ground. I was like, fuck that book. I'm so fucking pissed. Because <laughs> it was so good. Like, the book was so good. Okay? And I literally remember, I was, like, five chapters from the end. And I went... There was a lot of stuff to tie up. Why are there only five chapters? And then I got to the end and it was the dumbest fuck. They didn't tie anything. She literally just tied, like, the main character of that book storyline. She had some stupid fucking dream about how happy she was. I remember that. You remember me yelling about (laughs) Well, I read it. It just, I don't remember that one very much. I think maybe because I didn't like it. I remember the two before it, um... I don't think I also like the second one that much, weirdly. Like, I think I was like, eh. I love it. the first but and the first second one. one. I hate the third one because it was. The first book is about like a 16, 17 year, 17 year old, and we were oh. about that age. It's called Hunter's Moon, by the way, because I don't think we've mentioned it. I that. said The Chronicles of Faye, like the series. Oh, right. By Orla Melling. Um, yeah, the first book was like our age. So, like 16, 17. I think we were like 15. And then the second book was 18, 19. And then the third book was 12. Yeah. So it was just one of those, like, all right, I'm not mentally in this headspace now that we're here. And so I didn't like it just because I'm like, I can't relate to a 12-year-old anymore. And then the last book is about the 12-year-old, but now she's, like, 17 or 18. So, and then it ties them all together. But, yeah, the ending just... But anyway, Teen Titans, wait. I didn't say Teen Titans. Not Teen Titans. Attack on Titans. Attack on Titans. Attack on Titans. Are you mad about Attack on Titans? (laughs) Because we have gotten way off. That's media. What do you expect (laughs) of this? Um, Yeah, Attack on Titan. This show... Oh my gosh. It's kind of like Game of Thrones where you watch it and you're like, oh my gosh, I really like this. I'm going to go rewatch it. And then you go back to the season one, you're like, oh, none of this fucking matters. None of this is like this anymore. Everyone is dead. Like <laughs> That is what this show does. Like, I literally can't remember what things used to be like. And so I'll, something will happen. I go, wait, when did they figure that out? I have to backtrack so far and be like, oh, right. <laughs> I come back forward because season one, it's, it starts with just Academy Scouts. Like, oh, this big baddie, we're going to kill it and save the world and everything sucks. Like... And the last season is, there's a war in humanity and, like, this huge dramatic change. And it just blows my mind because all of it ties together, too. And there are some patterns in it that irritate me. Yeah. Like, there'll be two episodes of just sheer amazing gore and fighting and then an episode of everyone's crying about stupid shit. And I'm like, 
can we go back to killing killing shit? Why are we crying? Why you know, we... it's weird. This has always been like an interesting difference between you and I because you watch a lot of anime. I have I don't really know why, but I've been watching more anime, which is strange. I don't I still don't understand why that happened. I think maybe it's because there's like nothing happening in the world because of <laughs> so the thing. <laughs> the thing we're ignoring. Yeah, there's just like there's not really the other types of media that I like to watch as much. I've been watching anime, but it's it's always been so strange to me that like you watch like a lot of anime. I really don't. <laughs> what do you mean? You tell I me really you watch don't. so much all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> just random stuff. I really don't watch that much. Like the and I'm not saying that like to harp on anybody who does because if you like anime, I mean like it's fucking great. weird. <laughs> it's great. Like I love you know like how Miyazaki. I love like I used to watch Inuyasha. Like it's not well. That's me the ongoing joke on is that if you watch anime, you can make fun of people who do. But if you don't watch anime, like you, you shut your fucking mouth. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking nerd. <laughs> well, it's I don't know. It's complicated. I think that anybody could. I think it's hard sometimes. So, like, this is the thing that I have problems with with anime for me. I don't always like tropes. And that's kind of a problem that I have is... So, like, for example, Seven Deadly Sins. I know that there's some stuff that's good in there. And, like, I've watched it and I've been impressed by the stuff that's good. But I cannot tell you how much the tropes. Like, the... Look at her tits! Yeah, and that's, like... The whole thing and I'm like okay look we could do this like once an episode but when you're doing this 10 times an episode I hate both of you immensely <laughs> so it has a really shitty ending and you shouldn't watch it anyway okay that's, <laughs> I, that's fair I'll literally just YouTube send you the parts that are cool and then yeah. you're set <laughs> no I mean you'd really like the story with King and Bond I think because that's the part I like I love their storyline but Everything else is terrible. And then Escanor, who's the best character in the whole thing, gets fucked at the end. They literally hype up this fight between him and Meliodas, right? Like, it's this huge thing. You're like, oh my god, those are the most two powerful people. And it's the dumbest fucking fight in the entire goddamn show. And everyone was mad. Like, everyone went, what? I've been waiting for this the entire goddamn uh, show, and you awful. let us down. So the entire yeah. last season is unwatchable. So there you go. You don't have to suffer well, through that. that's fine. But even still, that's the that same thing applies, is that that is generally what I have problems with in animes. I don't, I don't necessarily mind tropes. It's not like a end-all be-all for me but there are ones that really annoy me and especially if that's like your gimmick right like it's like i'm gonna talk about this 10 times an episode it's like no please so not to (laughs) extend this conversation but there's an anime i have to talk about right now okay i have an anime i have to talk about okay it's a movie okay so it's not gonna be in our anime show words in the garden okay it is the most beautiful thing i've ever watched it is the whole thing is just showing these gardens in the rain and then showing you like the sky work. It's so beautiful. Weirdest goddamn storyline, and I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. And what's even funnier is one of my friends is like captain of the anime club, like he has been since before he was like in college. And I literally said those words to him. I just went, So I just watched something, and he went, Oh, I was like, It was like an anime movie. It was so beautiful. But had a really weird message. You went, is it words in the garden? I went, yes. <laughs> that one. 
okay? <laughs> so that's strange. It's a thing. Like, people know about it. Um, The whole premise is, like, this kid, I guess he's, like, 15, 16. Anytime it rains, he skips school and sits out in his garden because he loves the rain. So when it comes to the rainy season, he's there, like, at least once a week, right? And there's a woman who's sitting there as well. He doesn't really, like, they don't talk for a while. Obviously, they're just sitting there. She always has chocolate and beer. Like, that's her thing. And eventually, they start talking because they're there, you know, a lot. And they start having, like, a friendship. They start building a bond. And I was like, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> and uh, he knows she's older, but not how much. And he's a stupid teenage boy. So, of course, some woman's giving him attention. Like, it's bound to happen kind of thing. So I saw, like, all of it coming, essentially, but I didn't know what they were going to do. I didn't understand her role in it at all. That's what the th- like, they don't talk about her at all. That's the whole thing. If she's just, like, a figurehead, which I guess is supposed to represent, like, the what men at that age see in women. Like, they don't even know who they are. I don't know. I don't know how deep it is or isn't supposed to be. It's just really pretty <laughs> and has decent music that just, I could just watch the scenery. I'm, I'm starting to get incredibly nervous. <laughs> I know. Like, so I watched, like, it's, I think it's not even two hours long, right? And at some point, he finally figures out some information about her. He figures out that she used to be a teacher at a school and basically was, like, left in disgrace. So I'm like, okay, okay, that's not good. That's not where we wanted to turn. But then she, like, I guess she has cancer. Like, there's this whole, like, she's just so vague. Like, I don't understand what she's supposed to be representing or doing. And then, like, it gets to the end. And I'm finally like, okay, you got to, like, what are we doing? (laughs) And he tells her that he loves her. Like, he goes to her house and she makes him food. And he's just like, I'm in love with you. Like, he just says it. And again, I don't blame the teenage boy. I understand everything the teenage boy is doing and going through. And she basically chastises him and, like, kind of yells at him and says, like, our friendship's important, but you're stupid. And I'm like, okay, you did you did the right thing. It's great. That's fine. That's not where it ends. And this is why I'm like, I don't know how I feel about any of this. <laughs> so he gets mad because he's a teenage boy and goes, oh, I was just joking. I didn't mean any of it. And then storms out, obviously, because he's a teenage boy. And he's, like, crying now at the stairwell. And she has an epiphany in her, like, apartment. And gasps and does all the dramatic nonsense and runs down and trips down the stairs and hurts herself and like hugs him and tells him how important he is in her life and I'm and then it just pans out to the city in the rain and I'm like what happened what is, I don't understand the message at all like it's just so confusing and it's such a beautiful movie and I don't know how I I wonder, I have to look it up. I wonder if it's, because I've watched animes, there's like this certain studio. It's like, to me, it's kind of in the same vein as Studio Ghibli. Like, it's very pretty. Like, the story's like kind of fantastical type of thing. But it's not, (laughs) it's not quite the way Studio Ghibli is. And I feel like every time I've watched their stuff, I'm like, (laughs) what? What are you telling me? Because I can't, there was one... It, like, has something to do with a wolf. I don't remember what the full title is. It's something wolf something. I remember, like, at the end of it, I was like, okay, like, there were parts of this movie that were cool, but there were parts of this where I was, like... Disturbed. I was very confused. <laughs> and I, like, because it ended very abruptly was one of the things. It was like, it felt like this could have gone on for another hour. I don't know why you stopped here. I guess the movie's over now. <laughs> I guess I have to live with that in my brain. <laughs> Yeah, this movie, I'm like, that was the most beautiful movie I've ever seen, but what the fuck? I don't, 
I don't understand at all what I was supposed to get from that storyline. Well, speaking of things that are what the fuck <laughs> that I think are great, is so I have been watching because of my husband. He started watching this first. And I'm going to attempt to say this clearly, but it's difficult to say. It's called Doro Hidoro. Just put that in there so I can say it at least once clearly, because from now on, I'm probably just going to call it Doro because it gets... I still haven't even figured out what that actually means, but this is kind of like one of those absurd humor things, but it does have a story, so it makes it a little bit more grounded. It's not like, I don't remember if we ever watched Nietzsche Joe together, but like Nietzsche Joe is one of these where it's just like so random. Like it's like literally, it's like bits. That's all that it is. It's just bit after bit after bit. But no, it's like the basic story of it is that there's like a world of sorcerers and a world of humans. And they basically both hate each other for probably the kind of reasons that you would think that they would. And the quote unquote main character, it's kind of weird because it's kind of an ensemble cast, but like he's kind of made out to be the main character. He has a lizard head and he doesn't know why. Like, he basically got it and then lost his memory. So the whole thing is, like, him trying to search for who did this to him. And it's, like, it's very random. The one thing I will say about it, I don't always like the animation style, especially in the first couple episodes. Like, if you if you watch it, it gets it gets better to me. But it's, like, it's one of these where it's 3D with 2D on it. So there's times where it looks really beautiful, but then there's times where it's like, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. But I think like the first episode was probably the worst for it. And mm -hmm. then once I got past that, I was like, okay, it's fine. And I do like the story is engaging and like kind of funny and like all the characters are really kind of stupid and interesting and all this stuff. And the other thing is, man, the soundtrack. Whew. Mm. It's got like intro and outro songs. And I don't know why, but I like all of them. And it, it keeps switching the outro songs. Man, I really like the outro songs. There's this one that keeps getting stuck in my head all the time. And it's. fantastic if people haven't seen it it's on netflix really good okay i'll put it on my list yeah put it on you your... should watch that fuck that movie <laughs> i might it's so pretty it made me like i played piano every day for so like anytime it rained i went it's time for piano and i would just start playing piano as if i was in that movie and it's then great. you think about the ending and you're like... No, I just forget about that. I just imagine <laughs> the beautiful rain and the plants while I'm playing dramatically. Oh, that's good. Huh? A faint clap of thunder. Clouded skies. Perhaps rain comes. And if so, stay with me.
And then you just close the piano. Yeah, and then as soon as it's not, like it's sunny or it stops raining, I'm like, and we're done. Okay. Well, we talked about how we weren't going to talk about media the whole time, and then it's been like 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we should move on. So we're trying something a little different because we feel like the story time's gotten a little off the rails. It's hard to open with that now because we've made them so long, but we don't want to shorten them. We like them. So we're going to start trying to throw a story time kind of in the middle, um, which we said this was a perfect part. And I've been wanting to tell this story, but it's a long one. So we keep saying like, no, not this time. We need a short story. <laughs> so I have a long, bad history with roller coasters. It started at a very young age. <laughs> so one of my problems is that I started getting taller, but I didn't gain any weight for the longest time. I would grow inches in the summer and my weight never changed from 60 pounds. I ended up wearing like a size 10 shoe before I started gaining weight. It was this huge, weird thing. So essentially I was just like skin and bones and just taller and taller. And my family decided to go to Universal Studios Disney World or whatever it was in Orlando because my brothers were just at the age where they're getting old enough that it's a little inappropriate and I was just at the age where I almost was old enough to enjoy it. So they're like, this is the perfect time where neither one of you will enjoy this. So they brought us <laughs> along. <laughs> Their logic was sound, but it's like, it doesn't matter. Our age group is so different that you're never going to get this right. So we go and I'm tall enough to ride the rides. And, but I didn't really want to, like, I would not ridden any rides at this point in my life. My brothers are riding rides. I'm just enjoying like scenery and posing with Captain America and shit. So we decided the one roller coaster I wanted to ride was the Jurassic Park ride. It was brand new. It was like this log flume thing. So we're on it and the bar doesn't come down on me. Like it's like a whole nother me could fit <laughs> between me and the bar, right? I don't think anything of it. It's my first roller coaster. What the fuck do I know? And we're cresting this hill, and I just slip out. I just slip right out of the roller coaster and land, like, in the service pit, like, side area. And I watch the log flume go. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, confused. Because I was like, is this, did I do something wrong? What was supposed to happen? It was my first roller coaster. I had no fucking idea. And there's, like, these animatronic dinosaurs fighting over a t-shirt, and I'm just, like, looking around, like, not sure what to do. Another family, like, another, like, log flume comes up, and I pretend to be animatronic and wave at them, because I didn't know what I was supposed to do. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, a service person comes in and grabs me and, like, takes me out, and I think I'm in trouble. So I, like, don't know what to do. And then I see my mom, who was crying, and is upset. And then I start sobbing because I'm like, what did I do? I didn't mean to do Wait, anything. I don't think you've ever told me this. I've never story. told you this No. Story. I remember you telling me something that was adjacent to this, but I don't remember this. Like, so wait, were you in it by yourself? Oh. I was with mom and dad. Oh. I was right next to mom and she like witnessed me leaving. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, it's funny in hindsight, but yeah, that probably scared the shit out of her. So then, like, I'm hyperventilating now, because I'm like, what did I do? I didn't mean to do anything. Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. Like, I thought I was in trouble. And they're, like, asking, like, us a million questions. My mom, like, finally has calmed down. Like, she doesn't give a shit now. Like, she's, like, fine. And they gave me so much free stuff. I got this little pass that had a T-Rex on it, said I survived the Jurassic Park ride. Yep. I thought 
And maybe this is a different part of the story, but I thought that you were on like a Viking ship. That's the next part of my that's, okay, epilogue. See, that's the one you told me. You never told me about the, never, the Jurassic I, Park thing. I never thought anything about it until I mentioned it like at work and everybody lost their shit. I was like, what? This isn't even, I have a lot of roller coaster stories. <laughs> so, okay. That was my first like roller coaster ever. And cue like another year later, I think it was. So I'm still, same problem. Still just like getting taller, not gaining any weight. And it was like a street fair concert type thing. And they had that Viking ship, the rocking Viking ship. And I asked my dad to go on it with me. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll go. One roller coaster, you get one. (laughs) So we go on and we go to the very back. And there's like a person on a walkie, like in the seat ahead of us. And we're rocking. It's going. And then just out of nowhere, I just slip out. Like I just slip right out. My dad caught me by the wrist as I'm falling out of the stupid ride. I start panicking because I'm in the air. <laughs> stupid ride. The woman on the walkie tells me, like, you gotta shut it down. Like she they shut it down. And my dad like pulls me in and we get off and I'm like sobbing. I'm hyperventilating. I'm having a bad day. And the guy operating it went, What happened? I went, I could have died. Like I just started screaming at him like I was this eight-year-old that like saw my life flash before my eyes. Like, don't you dare make fun of me. I almost died. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised that you wanted to ever go on roller well, coasters. this is the funny part, because you're part of this, is remember we went to Ireland, and I literally have, like, a panic attack when you guys tried to get me to ride the Red Star Kid ride that was completely enclosed, and all of you were confused. You're like, it's not bad. Why are you having such a problem? I was literally saying, like, okay, when I die, you can have all this. Like, I was making that joke, but literally I was like, I'm going to die on this kitty ride. <laughs> you don't know what I've been through at this point. <laughs> I wait, I think that was, we were what, 13? Yeah, probably. So that was like a six year gap of just like, nah, I'm not, I'm not designed for that shit. <laughs> well, I remember you talking to me about the Viking ship thing, but I don't know if you talked to me about it at that time or if it was like later. But I mean, also... I don't know if I was the worst about roller coasters because I definitely went through some phases with it. It wasn't always my favorite thing. I think like I got better at it because people kept pushing me to do it. But yeah, that I didn't start out being good at roller coasters. I definitely went through some periods where I was like, I don't want to do that. That looks scary. Yeah, you guys had to phase me through it, which you did in the most ridiculous of ways. You literally took me on a reptile ride, which is like fully enclosed rail ride of nonsense that I had a panic attack was like I'm going to die on this ride and then we rode the beast because what sense does that make (laughs) to just skip everything in between I mean it worked I was fine but I have one more roller coaster story okay the last roller coaster I ever rode (laughs) okay I I know where this is going yeah so I think I I think it was five or six years ago Maybe four. I know it was within around five. Um, it got harder and harder. Like, I would start getting headaches after a few rides. That kind of thing. I get really nauseous. So, I'm like, ah, I think I'm, like, hitting the age. It's just I can't really do roller coasters anymore. But I had a friend that needed, like, wanted desperately to go. And so, I said, yeah, I haven't been in a minute. Like, let's go. We rode one ride. <laughs> And so I got a concussion on this ride. And I didn't know that's what it was. That was the thing. I got off and I felt horrible. I felt nauseous. Everything hurt. I wanted to die. And I was trying to feel better because I felt really bad. Like we just got there, rode one ride, and I'm already out of commission. 
And eventually I went, I'm sorry, man, I can't like, I'm not getting better. I can't go on another ride. We've sat here for like almost two hours and I'm not feeling better. So we went and got food and I started feeling a little better. And I went home and I was living with someone at the time. I slept for 36 hours. <laughs> I didn't know it was a concussion. I just went, I just need to sleep off whatever the fuck this is. And I just went to sleep for 36 hours. And he was concerned. He like contacted my mom. He was like, is it normal for her to be asleep this long? Mom's like, well, how long has it been? She sleeps a long time. He's like, it's been over a day. And mom's like, is she breathing? Is she responding? <laughs> he was like, she's gotten up to go to the bathroom. I don't remember doing that. But apparently I would get up and go to the bathroom and go back to bed. <laughs> like, I was, ow, I have not ridden a roller coaster since. Did he like try to wake you up or anything? No, my mom even asked like, have you tried to wake her up? No, I just was worried about her. Like, oh my gosh. Like, did you feel fine afterwards? Yeah, I felt fine. The only change was uh, my gag reflex is a million times more sensitive. And I don't mean, like, by touching in any ways. I just mean, like, if I see something, like, I can't control that now. And it sounds like a weird correlation, but literally was after that day. Like, it's never been that sensitive until after that day. <laughs> and now you kind of have, like, worse motion sickness stuff, too, yeah, right? Because like, that was, like, the thing when we went to Italy was like you were really bad on the plane yeah I have like I'm more sensitive to like I can't read my phone in the car I've always kind of had that it was just like I had a longer period where it wouldn't bother me and now it almost insta bothers me so it knocked it back it knocked it <laughs> some ticks off there like knocked it into you I and now you just have more I'm just more nauseated all the time <laughs> you're still you but more but more <laughs> more fucked up <laughs> All of roller coasters. All of those rough edges are spikier. <laughs> Thanks, roller coasters. So yeah, I have a horrible storyline with roller coasters. I, I think on my date, I had a dating profile, and it says to put like an interesting fact. I wrote, "I've fallen off of two roller coasters," and literally everyone like went for that. Like I had a whole bunch of other shit, and they're like, "Why did you keep getting on them?" <laughs> Just saying shit like, "How did you manage to survive these things?" I'm like I don't know. <laughs> Just my life. I am still flabbergasted by the Jurassic Park story. I what's so funny about that story is yeah, I didn't tell it for years because I didn't think anything of it. It was just like a funny thing. And yeah, I told it at my work and everybody lost their minds and was telling everybody. I'm like, oh, I didn't even I was fine. So like I didn't think anything of the story. Yeah, I mean it's definitely weird. I mean it's not I don't know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I guess there are things that are weirder. I just think it's, like, strange that it happened. And then you were just kind of chilling there. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, shit. She's like, kid. How old were you? Seven. <laughs> this is my first roller coaster. I didn't know the protocol. I the protocol that, I is thought, you're not supposed to I fall thought this out. was supposed to be, like, the storyline. I escaped the T-Rex, didn't I? Like... But then, like, you weren't worried that your mom and, like... I th I just thought it was, like, interactive. I didn't have any idea what I was supposed to do. <laughs> I was like, am I supposed to pretend like I'm supposed to be here? Like, yeah. am I part of the ride now? Like, this is how it happens? <laughs> you were very accepting of that. I really was. I just let things happen. I was like, this is my life now. <laughs> I have to pretend to be an animatron on this ride, I guess. All right, so we're going to move on to our second section of this. It's a section I like to call the real world, not the crappy reality TV show. I just want to put in the soundbite of The Matrix. Or Welcome to the real world. 
<laughs> we wanted to have a section that kind of went away from media because we were afraid if it was just media, we would go kind of ham because, you know, Have you just easy. noticed? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's easy to talk about that stuff for a long time. But we have some things that are kind of more like away from screens type of hobbies. That's what I would call these. So like I have listed as options in this category are books, art, food, gardening, other just kind of general hobbies that basically don't involve a screen. Right. So, well, I, I guess except for one of yours, but that's fine. Eh. <laughs> one of yours does kind of involve a If I talk about that one. <laughs> okay. So do you want to pick one first? Because I feel like I talked about a lot of stuff. I feel like I did too, so I was going to say, you can talk. But Okay, I'll talk about gardening since I already talked about gardening in my <laughs> More gardening. More gardening, people. Okay. I'm currently obsessed with two different kinds of flowers right now. Because my vegetables are all started, but obviously none of them are ready for in any capacity. So they're just hanging out. So I've been working on my flowers a lot. And... The one, I when I read the name, I don't know what it is. I do, but, like, I just read the name and I go, what the fuck is this? Uh, oh, nasturgeons. That's not how that's spelled. <laughs> so it's like every time I read it, I go, what the hell are you? And I look at the picture and go, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> so I love nasturgeons. They are an annual here. They're actually like an herb, and they taste like pepper. You'll see them in, like, really fancy, artsy, like, breakfast foods from hipsters and shit. Those little... They look like lily pads. They're just big circle leaves. Huh. With the orange... Oh, okay. I think I've seen this. Yeah. They have this one that's, like, a draping one. So, I put it though... I just put planted seeds everywhere just to be like, I want you to drape all over my life. And they all come up and they're so cute. And when they get rain on, they have the little, like, glittery droplets and they're so pretty. And then my other shade plant I'm obsessed with is uh, a stilby. I love stilby. You can have like black leaves and this big red plume of a flower that insects love. And my current ones, guess what they're called? Hmm. They're called ice cream. Are they really? <laughs> they're called ice cream. Do yeah. they look like ice cream? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. They don't at all. <laughs> they just named them that way. <laughs> okay. They're like hot, fiery pink. Oh, okay. That. That makes more sense. Why? I mean, <laughs> well, because I feel like, like if you cream. think of like, like I feel like most people, if you like, just picture like a drawing of ice cream cones, like you probably picture it with pink ice cream. No, I guess I picture it with chocolate, but whatever. Okay, well, <laughs> I feel like if I don't know, I I subscribe to a lot of like cute pixely things that I'll see on Tumblr or whatever. And I feel like that's, like, the thing, is, like, when you draw, like, these things in this very cute way, it's, like, strawberry ice cream. Okay. So, well, anyway. They're pink, and I love them. <laughs> and they're blooming. Well, I planted a bunch of coral bells. Ooh. So. You like all those dark, rich colors. I do. I still haven't gotten my sacrificial blood tree. <laughs> so, but I'm envious. I don't know if I'm buying you that for your birthday or a tea set. Well, I think the problem is right now, I don't think I could put the tree anywhere. So, probably not. But I would like one eventually. I just, I have to maybe get rid of my dogwood. Mm. I thought you were going to so, take out the stump. Could I put it there? Because I thought I thought you were saying, like, it needed to be closer to the house. And it needs a windbreak, and it can't face the sunset. So, I mean, like, as long as it's not out, out 
And you live like in a cul-de-sac-esque area. You're not going to have a lot of wind hmm. necessarily come through. Okay. Well, I can consider it. I need to do more things there. So that will take some time anyway. Yeah, gardening. Because <laughs> I got to build a small wall and then I got to like, I have a lamp post and I have to fix it. It's, you know, all this stuff where you own a house and... What's so funny about this is my list of outside is unfathomable. <laughs> I had so many things. No, I mean, I definitely do have a lot of things. It's yeah. just, I don't know. Sometimes I put some of them into the category of like, <laughs> somewhere. somewhere. How to get to you, maybe, someday. <laughs> I plan on having a wedding venue, so I'm like, so in five years. Like, I have this long, elaborate list in my head. And I really want a koi pond, because I went to... The hatchery that we picked out koi fish. My mom always brings it up. She's like, remember when you and Krista picked out koi fish? They're still in the pond and they're huge. I'm like, yeah, they're still there. We went yeah. there and I just went, I want all the koi. They had a golden one. And I went, I want him right now, even though I don't have anywhere to put him. <laughs> I just remember we were very obsessed with all those black fish. Because it was like a black void swarm. We're like, yeah. ah. <laughs> it's like magic. Will we fall into a portal? <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what those fish were, but it they're was still there. It's like you have like this big, you know, puddle thing and like just tons and tons of these little itty bitty, like the size of your thumb, you know, black fish. And then they would like all come together and it would literally look like you were looking into a black hole yeah. and then you would see them move. And it was scary. Haunting. <laughs> like I felt like if I fell in there, dead. Never seen <laughs> again. Yeah. I don't know what would happen, but death. Instant death. Yeah. Well, if you end up doing all of the wedding gardening things, you know, maybe you need to have the sacrificial blood trees. Maybe it's part of the ritual. I wanted to put all those red spider lilies everywhere. And I was like, wait, what does that really mean? Oh, it means death and funerals and stuff. Yeah, I still kind of want them. <laughs> They're still really neat. <laughs> I'll just have a field of them. People who don't know will get married there. It's fine. Yeah. This is cursed. <laughs> Your wedding is cursed. Oh, it's like that thing. I don't remember if you posted this on Facebook or if it was somebody else, but the, like, how do I say fuck you and flowers? Yeah! <laughs> like, I have lived for this day. Like, <laughs> you just put them all and it's like, ignorance. You're stupid. Yeah, like, <laughs> I hope you get your sick. Family. Yeah, like, yeah, all this stuff. It's great. <laughs> I live for that shit. All right. So I'm going to, I guess, move on to a me mm -hmm. thing. Um, I feel like out of all of these... I want to talk about boba because <laughs> we didn't get boba today. I know. Fuck. I feel like I should mention it because I think we might have mentioned it in some of our earlier videos. I don't remember. I feel like we might have because there for a while we were getting boba every, every single time. time. Yeah. So boba, right, is the strangest thing for anybody who's not had it. It is tea and then you have little tapioca pearls. Pearls. Yeah, it's basically just tapioca. I don't think, like, the normal ones are flavored like anything. It's just tapioca. And it's very weird. Look, I can't say that this is a thing for everybody. And I think even when I was younger, the first few times I had it, I wouldn't have even said that it was a thing for me. But I don't know why. All of a sudden, my taste buds have just completely developed to this. And I want it all the time. I think I read something online. It's like, Boba, for all of us who felt the urge to suck up tadpoles through a straw. And then someone went, no one feels that way. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what I feel. I think it's just, I'm a big texture person. 
And I know, I mean, obviously for some people, like, boba is an off-putting texture, and I totally get that. But there are certain textures that I just really like, and then I tend to always like foods that revolve in that food texture. I don't know why. Like, one of the weird food things that I discovered, and this is going to sound so strange, so I'm sorry for anybody with a weak food sensibility, but I have no food sensibility. No, neither do I. <laughs> um, if you take hard-boiled eggs and edamame like eat them at the same time there is something wild about those two textures and it is so pleasant you want to know one of mine okay yeah so i make like asian flavored chili uh sweet potatoes i roast them like till they're just crispy on the edge and then i throw a whole dollop of cottage cheese on top i believe that that hot cold spice chill cream that soft texture with like the crunch like i I don't know what it is. I eat that all the time. You know what's another good one that's in the same vein is uh, potato chips and cottage cheese. Yes, I've I done that. Don't know. Like, this is, see, this is the thing. I would love for this to just be a thing we talked about <laughs> for an hour because <laughs> there is something about, like, some of these weird things where I'm like, it just is, like, that edamame egg thing. So people should go try that because I swear, I, I had it one time, and it, I think it's particularly the whites. It's not so much the right. yolk. Ugh. But there's something about that texture where it's just so good. You put some salt on it, could eat so much of it, and then I would Probably. get very sick. <laughs> I do the same thing with peanut butter pickle sandwiches. Yeah, that's yeah. Because my brain goes, all right, one's enough. Like, we can't <laughs> do this fucking weird shit that long. <laughs> I can only tolerate this so far. Well, the thing that's always funny, though, is I'll explain this to people sometimes. I'll explain... You know, the other day I just wanted to eat a bunch of olives and they're like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, look, when I am pregnant, I'm going to just want saltine crackers. Let me tell you, because my food preferences is all over the board. I get bored of food. I don't, this is like a problem. I don't think that too many other people other than us have. I legitimately get bored of food and then I have to switch like what I'm eating all the time. What I think is funny about it is it's really random when we do. We will literally eat the same thing for months and not say a word and not complain. And then just one day we're like, fuck, whatever that is. Like, I don't know why I hit a limit. I wasn't aware. what I did that just now with spicy tuna. I've been getting like these Thai spicy tuna things. I've literally eaten them every day, multiple times a day for months. And just out of nowhere, I tried to eat one and went, nope, <laughs> we're done. We're done with this forever. And my mom says I've always been like that. She says she used to like give me little snack bags and I would just wander around eating them. And she said one time she bought me those like multicolored marshmallows, like the fruity ones. And she's like, you ate those every day for two months straight. And then one day you would not go near them. (laughs) I I believe that with those. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she said I did that with everything. Like I just one day it would be like, no, we're done. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't entirely know where this came from. I'm assuming it must be partially because of you, but I'm not sure. It seems like it kind of developed over time. I don't remember this being that bad when I was a kid, but then again, I guess I like, I don't remember having a lot of favorite foods when I was a kid either. Like I can't like, I can't really pick something. Like I knew for my sister I knew what her favorite foods are. Like I could still tell you what her favorite foods are, but for me, I I don't know, but I definitely know now. It's like, and, and it's so stupid with me too, because sometimes it will be really stupid shit. Like there was a time recently where it was like, all I wanted was English muffins with an egg on top. 
that was like all I wanted. And I would eat it like every single day. And then one day I'm like, oh, I'm going to try something different. And then a week later, I'm like, whatever happened to that whole English muffin egg thing? <laughs> like I just stopped. <laughs> Mine was English muffins with cream cheese and green grapes every breakfast. Hmm. That's interesting. It was great. <laughs> I guess that kind of makes sense. I've seen people do that with like toast and strawberries, yeah. stuff mm -hmm. like that. I could see that. So, yeah, I don't know why we're like, this is definitely one of those, like, I can rationalize a lot of the weird things we do. We're like, oh, our brains, I don't know what this is. I don't yeah. know why we're like this. <laughs> yeah, because you hear stuff like, like Simon Cowell. He has talked before about how he eats the same thing every single day. And has for years. And there's something about that that makes my skin crawl a little bit. And I think it's just like, I have to pick something. Like, I have to eat one thing. <laughs> what would I do? What would I do? I would lose my mind. <laughs> I, well, I think the other thing is, if I don't feel like eating a particular thing, I just don't eat. I don't. I just decide, okay, it's not worth it. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> want to eat anymore. Because someone was asking me, because I end up fasting during the week, because I don't feel like figuring out what to eat. How many calories have you had today? Oh, like 150. What? Well, how about yesterday? 150. <laughs> like, what? How many calories this week? Like a thousand, maybe. What the fuck? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of feel like thinking about it. I love food. I hate eating. Eating is such a goddamn chore. I don't I have to clean my teeth. I have to get it out of my system and process it. I have to go and make it. I have to think about it. Like, it's such a goddamn chore. I love the idea of food. It brings people together. The flavors, the life of food is like something I'm really passionate about. I don't feel like eating anything. Like, it's just, it's exhausting. It does. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know if I feel like that, but I, I can understand <laughs> the sensibility of it. Damn. <laughs> but anyway, boba. You know, it's great. Pe people should try it. Uh, I like the milk tea ones. I like the winter melon one. That one's good. But pretty much any of the, like, milk tea things... Most people are probably going to like it. And I recommend if you think the texture is going to be a problem to get the juice bubbles first. Those are a lot easier because you actually pop them versus the tapioca typical bubbles where it's like you're supposed to swallow it or chew it. But like I don't. But yes, I just swallow it. I don't chew it. That's weird. But, um, <laughs> I chew it because I'm a mom. That's weird. <laughs> I'm not on page with that. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I know people do it, but I'm like, I can't even, I can't imagine that. It just I think I might have some kind of a throat issue because I have problems swallowing certain things. That sounds terrible. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. Um. No, I just, I don't know. I There's certain things that I chew that I probably shouldn't chew. See, I know I, that's I'm, a weird thing. I'm the reverse. I suck on things. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, <laughs> like with Hershey Kisses and Gushers, like with all those candies, I just sit there and like let it disintegrate. Oh, that is interesting. I think I, I do that them. sometimes with Kisses, but that's just because it's good. I always do that with Kisses. Yeah. And then I do with a lot of things. I think the weird one I do is I do pretzels and goldfish, where I literally stuff my cheek like a hamster and just let it get soft. And then I chew on it. So this episode of Passions for Your Passions is going to be unlistenable from this point on. You're, you're going to think we were weird before, and now you're like, what the fuck is wrong with these two? <laughs> now you know we're now weird. Now you know. We have really let it all Legit. out. This is a very deep, personal <laughs> episode of Passion for Your Passions. Legit. Fucked up weirdness. Okay. Maybe we should move off the food things, because like, I don't know if I really have anything too much to say about boba besides just find a place to get it, try milk tea. 
Even if you, you can sometimes get it without the boba, if the boba does scare you, milk tea is still fantastic. And lychee jelly at the bottom of fucking tits as well. Mm -hmm. This was Passion for Your Passions with Krista and Julie, where this time we talked about current events, hobbies, and obsessions. Next episode, we're finally talking about Harry Potter. And not only that, da-da-da, it's going to be our first guest episode. We did it! We did two things for one! <laughs> we accomplished a goal! Yeah! Two goals for one. This is Passion for Your Passions, a show... I read them all weird in a They're like all in different orders. Sorry. Okay. I you can fig- write I, it on the back. I the figured home. it out! Okay. <laughs> this is... Sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm fine.